Hello, everyone, and welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's episode 69! 69! I'm so sorry if that was really loud. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It, I mean, it's we had to say it, you know. It's just, yeah, it's a momentous, momentous occasion. Yeah, the um, the forbidden number in Fundy circles. They just go straight from 68 to 70. That's true. It's true. It's like, I think <laughs> there are like fast food restaurants that have like, they don't have 69 as like an order number because of that. Which You'd is sell funny. so much of that dish though. I know, I know. Just, just like put your cheapest to make, but most like biggest profit margin one, put that on 69. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. You're like, yeah, I got this beans and rice for 20 bucks. 69 yeah, but it was ordered it was number 69 so i mean what it was like gonna do not order it exactly <laughs> so what have you been watching lately jillian um i haven't been watching too much this week it's spooky season so we have started our movie fiestas hell yes last night we watched um the elvira movie, movie macabre which had Ooh. the movie the manster oh i like that it was really bad, but that's of how it's always supposed to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was fun. And, oh, oh, we watched this movie called um, No One Gets Out Alive. I think it's Ooh. on Netflix. Really good. Ooh, very okay. interesting. I very, like the title. Um, very much like His House or like Under the Shadow where it's like kind of political, social commentary, but with like really fucking hardcore like horror at the end. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like honestly like my perfect mix. So it's Hell fine. yeah. 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 It's really good. Um, and other than that, nothing much. We've been watching football. So. Oh, exciting. So exciting. <laughs> um, what have you been watching? Um, I haven't watched a ton either. Um, I've been back into my animal crossing shit so i watch Hell a lot yeah. of like streams while i'm playing animal crossing and it's fun and very relaxing so i've been doing a lot of that but kyler and i have watched one thing together we watched the only murders in the building in- oh, on nice. hulu well we didn't finish it we think we still have like one or two episodes left we haven't watched and there's still i think one episode that hasn't been released yet but it was it's i'm enjoying it a lot so far basically it is about three people who all live in the same apartment building in New York, uh, who are um, Steve Martin, who I fucking love, Martin mm-hmm. Short, and uh, Selena Gomez. And <laughs> they're just like, okay. Um, and they all kind of bond over them loving the same true crime podcast. And then, like, something, like, a mysterious death happens in their building, and then they decide they want to make a podcast about it. So it's like, oh it's like kind of like the perfect mixture of things because it's it's i mean it has steve martin and martin short so it's like it's a comedy it's like very lighthearted, yeah um while still being while still like having a lot of interesting commentary about like true crime and things like that in general too so i've been enjoying nice. it a lot and so is kyler and he doesn't particularly like mysteries or crime related stuff but <laughs> it's funny anything well like, no yeah but he but this has been fun so it's like really quick and easy and light and like a good fall series to watch so i recommend it yeah i've been hearing a lot about it but i try and always wait for everything to come out yeah all the episodes so i can just binge it yeah definitely i think next week or maybe yeah i think next week the last episode comes out that sounds about right i think that's also the last episode of plathville is next tuesday oh so cool nice Which actually leads us perfectly into our episode for this week, 
we are going to do our continuation with season three of Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville. It's getting Dark. depressing. Grim as fuck. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, apparently, Chris has been keeping up with the Plathville news while we haven't watched the show. Yeah. And so now he's like spoiled what happens. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like it's real human life. But yeah. Yeah, don't spoil these people's lives for me, please. I know, God, I don't want to go on their Instagram and find out. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, sh- let's just get right into it. So let's the first right episode it. we're going to talk about today is episode four called I'm Gonna Lose My Mind. Mood. Yep. Big mood. Huge mood. Um, so we get a little blip in here of Micah going to meet his diction coach, which mm-hmm. I wrote here, his diction coast, which is really good. <laughs> every time he says it i always think he's saying addiction coach and i'm first like i missed a plot line here because what what exactly is the problem here like cool that you're getting help with it but i missed something yeah like what what are you addicted to like i don't know man exercise yeah that's all i can think that micah does modeling um yeah i'm addicted to modeling (laughs) oh god okay um, I did love in this part where he comes up to Brad, his diction coach, and he says, you know, I don't think I have that strong of a Southern accent. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't think I have that strong of a Southern accent. And you're like, like oh, uh, like maybe not compared to some people who live around you, but like compared to yeah. the general population, you have a Southern have, accent, my dude. A, a thick accent, my bud. I mean, yeah, you can't help it. You're from, you're from Cairo, Georgia. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Cairo. <laughs> It's only so much you can do. Um, we did kind of get kind of a little tidbit, which made me a little sad, uh, where Micah was saying that he, when he first was, like, given the freedom of being, like, 16 and getting out of the house more, he said that he couldn't really understand the people who were talking around him because he never listened to, like, anybody other than his family talk. Yeah. They were talking. Like, holy shit. Yeah, the diction coach was asking him, like, what other influences he's had on his life other than like the people around him because most people I mean certainly heavily influenced by the people you live with the people in your community but also like television shows Mm -hmm. like I see all the time TikToks of little kids like American kids speaking Uh in a British accent because of Peppa Pig because they watch it all the time yeah exactly like that's that's normal that we have exposure to all these different dialects but yeah that's really that's really says a lot about how sheltered they were like how isolated they were like these people weren't even like dugger level they were just keeping everybody in the house they weren't even taking them to church and shit right i guess at least with yeah at least with the duggers i mean and i say this like yeah (laughs) you know um they like had did had done some traveling you know seen some Mm -hmm. other areas and like interacted with other people but yeah yeah flats are just completely it's just just the farm yeah it's so wild because like like like, you know with the duggars and the baits and everything like you can send your kids to another family and have them experience somewhere else like you know within the church right but because they don't really have a church like they're just weird and traumatized and not yeah really religious they're their own church (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, it was very depressing that I was like, fuck. Those kids mm-hmm. really had like no one. I know, it's family. it's it's really bleak. 
yeah and it just gets more bleak from here but yeah, for sure yeah no micah i i liked watching this scene though it was funny mm-hmm. to watch him and he does seem to be doing pretty good with like taking what the diction coach is telling him and like seeing the differences in how he like stretches words out and things like that mm-hmm. uh, and i loved hearing him try to say k row not uh-huh. in his normal accent he's like k, k- row <laughs> k row georgia <laughs> It was funny. Micah is just, he's a cutie. I love him. I know. And he seems to actually be good at what he's chosen to do. Yeah. He seems to like it and have really found found something to do, which is great. Yeah. Happy for him. Hell yeah. I wish I could say the same for myself. (laughs) (laughs) This 20-year-old has it figured out more than I do. Well, (laughs) you kind of got to figure it out when you go it alone. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So next up, we go over to the farm, and Kim has been working on a website, I guess, for the farm, and trying to market it as a wedding venue. I guess I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, I still don't know. Like, maybe they just haven't ever watched this show, but all of the kids have watched this show. Like how it got edited and whatever. Right. Like they all watch it. Like, how can you still think that people are like, yes, I want to go to your child abuse house to go celebrate my marriage? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think, I don't know of any, I I just can't imagine anybody watching this show and being like, oh yeah, Kim, you make a lot of good points. Yeah, like, (laughs) I'm going to go and have people throw rice on me while I walk down the driveway where you accidentally killed your child. Like, it's not a happy place. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) damn, fuck. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's weird. Um, I don't really know. I guess maybe desperate times call for desperate measures. I don't know. Who knows? Airbnb wasn't working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they kind of talk a little bit about like their internet rules and stuff because Kim says they've never been a no tech family, just a low tech family. And I mm-hmm. think that means like Barry and I can use the internet. Yeah. But the kids can't. <laughs> the kids have always seen us using things that they're not allowed to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay cool yeah it felt like it was kind of a callback to season one where mariah was like you guys have left left us at a disadvantage like we don't even know how to use computers or anything and again in this season where she's been setting up her computer to record her music Mm -hmm. yeah it's like she they have no idea what they're doing because they never grew up with it and they're part of the age group that we grew up with it we know like they're Mm -hmm. a lot of the plots are even younger than us and so you would think that they like for us I don't know. They've had it since they were really young kids. Yeah. Yeah. Computers all the time. Whereas we had them like slowly more and more until we were like, you know, preteens or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's like these kids, all of their peers are going to know how to use computers and technology. And these Mm -hmm. are things that are going to be used in real world the, in their jobs and everywhere like computers yep. are everywhere yep. um like i said before just because you don't teach your kids how to use technology doesn't mean that they're not gonna need to know it exactly and it just always feels like again the same thing as duggers and baits and everything like the boys get so much leeway and the girls don't because right you know mariah can't set up her own macbook but upstairs isaac has a full like flight simulator right definitely yeah really great really great yeah um i don't know kim can't gaslight us they didn't have tech when they were kids yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah ethan's 22 so he's he was born when we were like eight 
I know. I always, I keep forgetting. I can't, like, I keep mm-hmm. forgetting how fucking young they are. Like, I know. That just keeps fucking me up every time I think about how Ethan and Olivia are 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. Like, I, some for some reason, like, always see them as, like, around my age because, like, I'm also a recently new newly married person like her. So it's, like, I feel like yeah. we're in the same stage of life. But, no, they're, like, almost a whole decade younger than us. Yeah. 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 It's just, yes. like, wow. They're going through some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethan and Olivia are, are doing lots of years of stress right now internally. Yeah. For sure. So at this point, too, uh, Kim and Lydia talk a little bit about the Lydia boy situation again, which keeps popping up. And I just I still am so confused about the situation because Lydia seems to think it was her idea to not to stop talking with the the, the dude. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty clear that it it was heavily at least heavily influenced by Kim and Barry. And which is whatever. But then, like, Kim keeps saying things like, you need to get to know somebody before you can, like, fully know. But how the fuck do you get to know them then? Yeah. And she keeps saying, like, in person. And it's like, okay, that's great. But, like, sometimes that's not feasible for a long time. And it's not like Lydia's, like, proposing to this dude or whatever, you know? It's like they're just talking and getting – they are getting to know each other. You can get to know each other through text or whatever, you know? Well, and there's this really amazing invention. I don't know if anyone's heard of it yet, but it's called video chat. Oh, I had I I didn't even think of it's that. Like I never heard of it. Real hard to oh, uh, fake who you are on video chat if you're True. talking to someone. <laughs> Just ask Max and Neve on Catfish. They can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um yeah, I don't so we get this other little tidbit too that before this, sorry, is um Kim was talking about how Olivia taught her how to build her first blog, and that's oh, like right, right. fucking, I don't know, it was it was weird. It just feels like Kim, again, being like, oh, well, she used to be nice. Yeah, it's like, oh, and I, and she, it's always, she always turns it into like, oh, I miss having, like, this whole family together, and it's like, well, you, you fucking ruined it. Like, you, and yeah. also you have the power to maybe salvage it in some way but you're not doing anything but pushing them farther away so yeah sorry don't have a lot of sympathy for you hell (laughs) yep okay sorry back to lydia and the boy yeah um i don't know nothing much new yeah nothing really new it's just i still just like don't understand it just feels like kim and barry are just really fucking themselves over like really shooting themselves in the foot like they want lydia to be you know friendly with them and not immediately leave like the other kids did but then she's like you know you can't talk to the person that you like so Lydia's gonna be at that door 18 immediately because she wants to go hang out with this dude and she doesn't even really want to be like separated from the family like she's not as in tune with what's been happening to her as like Mariah and Ethan and Micah but like she's gonna leave they're gonna push her out right away that's that's the thing is like that's what I keep saying with Kim is she just keeps doing things that makes that pushes her kids farther away and Mm -hmm. then acts like she's the victim in all of this, but she has control in like not doing these things and trying to, you know, be an understanding and supportive mother, but it's not just not how she rolls. Nope. She definitely just like falls over and says, ah, the consequences of my own actions. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. So back over with Ethan and Olivia, there's all kinds of little disagreements going on, um, including like 
the big like looming thing is whether or not they're going to move, when they're going to move, what the deal with that is. And like, I guess Olivia is kind of making preparations, packing things up, being like, okay, like we've got to start, you know, doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And Ethan is like upset about that. And so they get into a huge argument and Ethan storms out and yeah. Yep. And they basically just, it's all summed up with the one quote of, it's completely obvious that we aren't understanding each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's big time. That's, yeah. Big time. Uh, but during this time, Ethan goes over to Mariah's house to work on her computer, which is kind of what we were talking about earlier. We learn that Ethan also works on copiers for a local dealer. So he has mm -hmm. to do some computer stuff, which again, Probably would have been nice to learn those skills before on the job. <laughs> Could have helped, I'm sure. Um, Mariah knows that Ethan and Olivia are fighting, and he she really tries to cheer Ethan up. But, of course, Ethan's getting text messages from Olivia during this mm -hmm. whole thing. And it's just... Oh. Yeah. It's so sad, too. Just, like, the the huge difference in Ethan's demeanor this season compared mm -hmm. to, like, the early seasons. Like, he's just so sad and it's He's just so really sad. really hard to watch yeah he only has two feelings and they're sad and mad yep yep that's too many that's that's too much of bad the thing. wrong feelings yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i also thought in this part i was like yeah i do always forget that ethan is still 22 like just having it's... fights arguments over text message yeah yeah and that kept coming up like over and over again i kept reminding myself holy shit these are like these are early 20 year olds yeah, which is just it's just crazy that they've had to deal with so much. And honestly, like I just especially with Olivia, I'm just really impressed with her maturity mm -hmm. um, and how I guess how far she's had to come. Yeah. Like knowing what her upbringing was like. And so yeah. it's just it's oh, it's hard for me to like be like, yeah, these are 22 and 23 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um. So then we get to a fun part. Yay. An actually fun part, but it always starts with Ethan having his grumps, but right. he gets it's out okay. of his grumps. He does. This was a good part. So um, Mariah, Max, and Micah are going roller skating with Ethan and Olivia. And mm -hmm. um, on their way there, um, Ethan and Olivia kind of get into a fight in the car. Yep. And yeah, there was, he, he, he was very much in and like overwhelmed Mm -hmm. very emo state like why is there so much stuff like why is it always more stuff happening which like uh -huh. mood Bro. i've been there many many times <laughs> i know one of his quotes was so much to do in such a short time how do we even get ahead and i was like ethan honey this is clinical depression like yes yes this is depression <laughs> that a hundred percent is yes and very relatable yeah we're there with you bud <laughs> yeah uh they kind of start getting into a conversation about what makes a positive and successful life. And that's kind of what sparks this fight because Ethan lists a lot of like monetary goals, like uh -huh. career goals, like things like that. And doesn't mention anything about Olivia or anything relationships like relationships or like right. family. Anything. Which, I mean, I get why he's not like going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I have a family. It's like, well, you're yeah, still pretty fucking traumatized from years. So a I sore topic, yeah. <laughs> I do get it. Um, but I also understand why that hurt Olivia's feelings, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, because uh, if you would have asked Olivia the same question, I'm sure she, like, the first thing she would have said, or one of the first things she would have said was, like, 
a, like a, a good relationship with my husband and a family mm-hmm. is what she would want. Yeah, she would have been like stability both financially and emotionally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's kind of what sets them off into a mood um, yep. before the thing. But thankfully, it does get better. It does. They get to Skate World in Tallahassee. Yes. And um, I I do appreciate the show, and I'm sure it's TLC pushing it, which I still appreciate, that they make such a a point of showing that, like, they're wearing masks. Uh And even if there's, like, nobody else there, I just, I appreciate it. It makes me feel better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, All the roller skating was really cute. It was they good. all had it a really, really good time. Really good, yeah. Ethan and Olivia were like holding hands and skating together. And, and they actually have a fucking breakthrough at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which... like Ethan was in a, finally in a good enough mood that Olivia was kind of like able to be like, hey, this isn't cool. Yeah, and him being like, I don't know, distracted by doing something with his feet and hands maybe. I don't know. He at one point says, I think I'm so used to not having fun that I forget that I want to do it. Then when yes. I have fun, I'm like, why don't I do this every day? And I'm like, baby clinical depression i swear to god i was watching this and i was like i'm i I feel like this is sad that i've never related more to ethan in my life than in this episode Uh but i am also clinically depressed and i'm on medication for it so yes yes we have therapists Mm -hmm. (laughs) um exactly but it was it was nice to see them having fun together and then also them able to talk and olivia basically told her like it makes me feel really unloved when you're like not open with me and you won't talk to me about moving it and doesn't make me feel like a priority and mm-hmm. ethan says he promises to do better so hopefully hopefully he will but not in these episodes <laughs> not in these up ep- maybe later hopefully later <laughs> um yeah i don't know it was cute i liked that they were all hanging out having a nice time and Same. i also liked that olivia kind of got a little gameplay in there being like look if we lived in Tallahassee we could do this more often yeah yeah it's like you gotta you know put those little you know hints in while you can be like look there's fun stuff to do here too yeah like you can have fun and not be depressed all the time <laughs> yep just you in your car crying both of you yeah oh, I get it sad. <laughs> I do get it <laughs> so then next up, Micah and Olivia are going to an animal shelter where <laughs> Olivia is going to be taking pictures of Micah for a like a sexy photo shoot, like yeah, calendar. The, the hottie animal adoptee. Yeah. Thing. For the Humane Society, which like I'm all about it. So whatever. Hell yeah. It was cute too to see him with all the little puppies and it was, I loved, I loved it. God, it's so cute. <laughs> Um, Olivia in this one, in this part, also said something really weird. <laughs> like, she was given an option of the Bates boys to marry. Because she said, um, you know, I really like Micah, da-da-da-da-da. He's so much like me. Ethan has so much, he's resistant to change. And she says, you know, I wouldn't have chosen Micah. I chose Ethan because he challenges me. And I was like... Yeah, that does kind of weird, a weird way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Olivia, like she was definitely like still in the drink in the Kool-Aid then because of she was a kid. So like she was maybe told like, what about them Plath boys? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is kind of weird to like a weird way to say it. It was so weird. And I was like, oh, like I know she was kind of just trying to say like, 
she loves Micah, but not in a way that she loves Ethan, but it was weird. It's like good. That's that's good. Yeah. You don't need to say that stuff. That should just be like Yeah. Like it's I'm glad they do have a like a relationship though. It's nice because yes. like I mean, I think both of them can use as many people in a similar situation to them as possible, like close to mm-hmm. them because it must feel very lonely. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm glad they do have a relationship and, like, they, they definitely, like, their personalities jive really well together. They're both very, like, bright, mm-hmm. energetic people. Yeah. Yeah, they both seem like people who would do okay in L.A., which I would not. Yeah, no, yeah, basically the opposite of me. So, <laughs> yeah. which respect I'm, for I'm, that, but. <laughs> I literally think about living in L.A. and get tired. I need a nap. I just yeah, thought about no. it. Uh, Mike is cute. Mike is a thirst trap with dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a cute but guy. it turns out good. They do a good job, and it was just it was like another fun little thing yeah. to watch, which is good in like a light-hearted little like little piece of candy because the rest of it's all like so depressing. Oh yeah, huge time. <laughs> <laughs> we get a little blip of Lydia talking mm-hmm. about how she's having a battle between the flesh and the spirit over this boy. Yeah, she says, um, this is, I have a quote from her, not communicating is like fasting. You can only do it for so long and then you need to eat or you'll die. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, true, I guess. Yeah. But... Lydia, why do you know so much about fasting at 17? <laughs> that, that's disturbing to me. Um, okay, so the last part of this episode, um, Olivia goes over to Mariah's to hang out because they've been very close lately, which is a nice thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they kind of get to talking about Mariah's singing and her music career, and she is working on booking a gig in Tallahassee, but doesn't want to do it as like a solo act. Wants some people with her, which I get like reasonable. less pressure Very for reasonable. sure. And so she kind of like is hinting at like, oh yeah, and Olivia's like, well, I play keyboard, I'll play keyboard with you, mm-hmm. so, but but like your fucking parents cannot be there. I don't know why I used an accent there. <laughs> it's but... okay, that's fair. Yeah, True. it was it was rough and hard, and I yeah. understand both sides of it. And I yeah. feel like they just shouldn't be in a band together. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 rough, but. I think that this is only going to push Barry and Kim farther away and make them angrier and make them retaliate because that's how they respond to these kind of things or that's what it seems like anyway. So, yeah, I don't think it's the best idea, but... I probably would have just let him come, but if I knew Ethan was also going to be in the audience, I would be afraid that he would murder them. Like, I would probably ban Ethan before I banned the parents at this point for keeping the peace, not for, like, principles. Yeah, I think I could understand being like, I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Like, after the like, show or whatever. Like, yeah. I just kind of want to, like, go our separate ways or whatever. But, like, yeah, I think it's – I don't really know. Like, I do understand the boundaries that she's trying to pull and, like, that it would be really hard for her to see them. But at the same – I don't know. It's just – it's hard. I don't know. It's hard. I know. I I think I think Olivia could probably grit her teeth and get through it, but – she, like, just barely said Ethan's name at one point, and I was like, yeah, if he were in the audience and his parents, like, sidled yeah. up to him, he would ruin the whole thing. Like, yeah, that, that would just be because he's so mad. You don't need to have this blowout at this, at your sister's concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was mm-hmm. good. Um, again, I think this shows Olivia's maturity that she kind of went ahead and was like, we need to talk about this now and get this mm-hmm. out of the way and, like, come to a conclusion because, like, 
this is my boundary that I'm placing and I'm not gonna I'm not willing to budge and yeah. if you and don't I won't want me be in the band yeah like that's cool and totally fine and like I wish you the best but like so I mean in that way it was nice to see like I feel like yes. Olivia's therapist is incredible whoever they are we did find finally see her in episode six yeah I wonder I mean I don't know if it's the real one <laughs> that's probably not like I don't know maybe they're maybe like, it's her secondary therapist yeah yeah I don't know I just not I don't know I'm always a little skeptical when they have a therapist on a TLC show. Like, is that yeah. really their therapist or is somebody just like reenacting a therapy session? Yes. Like maybe this like was genuinely discussed and talked about in therapy, but like, you know. I don't think anybody's having a good therapy session in front of cameras with producers nah, standing there. It does not there. seem very ethical to me, but no. I mean. So are you ready to move on to the next episode? I'm ready. Let's do it. The next episode is called <laughs> You Were the One That Changed. God, Ugh. the fucking... God. I just got goosies. I know. It's too much. I can't. It's the worst. Like, I understand it wholeheartedly yeah. from both sides, but it fucking sucks. I know. That's the worst part, too, is that, like, all these people, like, well, with the exception of Kim and Barry, yeah. um, are, like, they're just very hurt people and they're reasonable while they're hurt and it's like hard to pick sides and hard to it's hard yeah yeah it's like they're they're not necessarily fighting well but they aren't fighting dirty on the show yeah. it's not like i don't feel like e i don't feel like ethan is like purposely trying to be like yeah he's this. just saying stuff and then he's like oh fuck but like yeah and i think these are all like important like realizations that he is coming to like it's not like he's saying mm -hmm. things to be mean yeah. It doesn't seem like that to me at least. But maybe use know. some of your car time to have these realizations true. so you true. can say them nicer to your wife. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what we need. That is true. Okay, so Max is picking Lydia up to help him pick out the or design the promise ring for Mariah that we've talked about many times before. <laughs> I like that they're keeping Kim in the dark on this, which is uh -huh. good. God, she's so mad. She's like, what is it? What are you doing? What is it? What are you doing? I know. And she's like trying to be like, I'm just, I'm fine if they want to keep it a surprise. But it's like, no, you're she's not, not fine. fine. We can tell. She has to know. Man, Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on their way to the jewelry shop, they have like a little talk about Lydia's romance situation and max says that he and Re lydia like regularly talk about this and other stuff and i just think it's i don't know they seem like a really like they have a really like sweet relationship mm -hmm. like he seems to genuinely care about her and want to know i don't know i just i like max that's all i yeah. guess like i mean he has we'll get into it he has his yeah. faults in some ways but like he's i still think a he's a man yeah he's but... a man i mean <laughs> you can only go so far but like he's really like he seems to genuinely care about Lydia mm -hmm. and Mariah and like be genuinely interested in their lives which is nice to see mm -hmm. though then it is really funny when he's having these like really good conversations with Lydia and then he has this the bookend of where he's at the beginning uh, when they get in the car he's like uh, I'm getting her this promise ring so that I'll always I'm promising to always work things through with her and not break up with her again yeah yeah and I'm like, like oh great um cool. good job <laughs> You tried. <laughs> yeah. He's trying, at least. Um, The rings all are horrible. Oh, I yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. They're not going to be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it wasn't looking promising, but uh -uh. We'll I feel see. like. Yeah, we'll see. I, I feel like I. 
it's rare, I'd say, that like a 20-year-old guy who's not like interested, doesn't seem to be interested in like fashion or jewelry or anything like that. It's I think it would be pretty tricky for them to just like be able to pick out something that actually looked good. But like I'm sure she'll mm-hmm. still love it regardless. I'm sure so. she'll love it. Yeah. But like it's... they do they do put a lot of thought into it too. Like they mm-hmm. um decide they want to use a Jasper stone because Mariah's middle name is Jasper and so kind of brings it all together and they're getting I pinky promise in, uh, <laughs> engraved in it. Um, that is cute. It is I mean it's like at least he's putting thought into it. I know. No, I just always have to remind myself that Mariah and Max are like 19. I'm like, yeah, they're teens. They're idiots. They're going to make out all the time in front of people. They're just being weird. Yeah. That's just hormone that's just monsters. Ha- what it's like. What it's like at that age. <laughs> yeah. Because every time I'm like, oh, why are you guys kissing so much at the dinner table? I'm like, oh, 19. 19. 19. <laughs> We've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... I don't remember why, but at the very end of this segment, Lydia looks up into the camera with this, like, hardest of core, go fuck yourself faces. <laughs> and I can't remember what it was about, but I wrote it down because I was like, oh my god, Lydia's face. Because she just, like, looked up and was like, ugh. And it was, it was so good. <laughs> I don't know what that could be about, but that's funny. I'm going to have to rewatch it and figure it out. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we go back we kind of talk a little bit about Ethan and how he's kind of coping with things and he says that this is really the first time that he's had to like truly face his emotions and like Mm -hmm. use them to like make life decisions because he said that quote we were never told to express our emotions as children it was always just compartmentalizing and putting things away Uh and yeah that seems seems true to me yeah, when you can't have any emotions of your own because your parents are too emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. And so, like, not only is this situation just, like, naturally hard, but it's hard because he's not used to being able to process mm-hmm. his emotions and, like, come to logical and helpful conclusions, you know? Yeah. So, ugh. Yeah. Um, he said... He would do anything that he could to make his marriage work, which was mm-hmm. good and nice. Mm-hmm. But God, that anything is doing a lot of work there. Yeah, he, it seems it seems like he seems to have hope for the relationship, but he's worried that it's too late and Olivia has kind of lost all hope. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, big bummer. <laughs> <laughs> big bummer. Um, um, so then we get into some more of the music stuff. Um, Olivia goes to Micah and Mariah's to practice Mariah's songs since Mm -hmm. Mariah booked her first gig. Yeah. Um, Mariah said something that she's like, I'm really proud of myself because I wrote these songs in the closet with my loneliness and now I'm going to perform them. And I was like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) Go, go Mariah. Like, that's cool. That's awesome. She's doing lots of emotional growth, man. She needs to like slap something into Ethan. Yeah, for real. For real. Be like, get out of the mad phase. We'll start processing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she plans on telling her parents that they can't come eventually because of Olivia. Um, and so mm-hmm. she's worried about it, but she understands where Olivia's coming from and is going to stand by her. So yep. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I get it. I, again, Mariah being one of the most mature people on this show. Mm-hmm. Not not at all what you would expect from, like, the first season of the show. I remember uh-uh. even just, like, the previews for the show. The whole, 
thing was like, oh, Mariah's like the problem child. She mm-hmm. and it's like, no, she's just like outspoken yeah. and has a mind of her own and like opinions that are completely valid and logical. So like she wants to be herself. <laughs> only a problem if you're trying to, you know, suppress your children. So Yes. <laughs> yeah, just let your kids be who they want to be and they won't hopefully disown you at 18. <laughs> that's that's the goal. That would be one of my main goals. Like get them to survive and yeah. be as he- healthy and happy as they possibly can be and not completely hate me. That is my goal. Yeah. Do a pretty good job. <laughs> So then Ethan and Micah are going to go golfing. Oh, God. And which is good that they're getting some brother time. But then they go to the golfing place and found out that they don't rent clubs. And the only person they know who has clubs is Barry. And so Micah reaches out and they agree to let them use Barry's club and also agree to let them bring Isaac with them, Mm -hmm. which is a good nice thing to do but they of course have to go pick them up because there has to be something they've gotta come to the front door yeah like i just don't i don't understand why see like this is where they could just be easy about it and say sure we'll have isaac meet you outside like it's really yeah. not that big of a deal yeah like they're still coming to your house you guys are still compromising here you don't mm-hmm. need to have a power play every time you're trying to yeah have an interpersonal relationship right <laughs> So Ethan understandably gets like very upset about this and does a whole like, oh, we're turning around. But then, you know, Micah kind of talks some sense into him and is like, listen, I'll just go in. You wait in the car. Mm -hmm. I'll go in. She didn't say we both had to go. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, Micah. And so he does that. He goes in real quick and grabs them. And I think that they were kind of surprised, which like, Mm -hmm. I don't know why they would be surprised. Like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> maybe they maybe usually like the TLC crew comes in first or something so they're prepared for the throwdown. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, but yeah, they just get wow. get them and leave. Get them and, and leave. It it didn't go. Good. It didn't go good. Cuz Micah said that when he went in there Kim said if you or Kim was like where's Ethan blah 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 and Micah said if you don't let Isaac go with us right now you're pushing Ethan away blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Like it was it was fucked up. Yeah, it was like a a confrontation type thing. Like, you just need to get over this and let it happen because otherwise, like... You're going to lose all your children. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, wow. Poor sweet Isaac being like, I, know. I just want to get the family back together. Isaac probably just wants to be around some, like, guys for once. I mean, he's... It's just him and Barry now. Just him and Barry and all of his little sisters and Kim. Like, I can't imagine that being a very fun environment uh-uh. to live in. No. So no. I was glad to see that they got to have some brother time, and they did have fun on the golf course, which was good. They did. And Ethan did make a ball joke, which was very... I'm like, yes. It's get good free, to see. sir. Yes, yes. Um, in honor of Ethan making a ball joke, that's why we're doing this for episode 69. Yes. You know, just a, a slight little, you know. I'm not going to title it episode 69, Ethan's Two Balls, but just know <laughs> it's in my heart. That is the that is the title in our hearts for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they say this is the first time that all three of them have hung out in four years. Which how old is Isaac? He's like thirteen, fourteen. Something I think like that. he's fifteen now because okay. he got to yeah. go learn to fly. Oh, right. Yeah, he's fifteen. So, yeah. so he hasn't hung out with his brother since he was eleven. 
He spent yeah. his entire adolescence just like alone. Not really, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like kind without of. brothers. Yeah, like fuck. Anyway, damn, that's been a damn. long time. Yeah, I guess we've had three seasons of this, and they were mm-hmm. married for a year before the first season. Yeah. God, and they weren't letting them see the boys even when they were playing nice. <sighs> fuck Kim and Barry, for real. Speaking of them, Kim goes over to Mariah's house. And this is, like, really the first time that she's been over for more than just to, like, drop something off. So mm-hmm. Mariah gives her, like, an official tour of everything. And I don't know. I feel like Kim always had, like, little comments to say, like, you know, how she is. Yeah, she was just nitpicking. But mm. and then Kim made a pregnancy joke at Mariah. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Oh, because I think she said something about she called Max her baby or something, which, like. I, it's a normal thing to like refer to your significant other as a baby and she's like oh you're pregnant yeah. it's like oh my god kim no or, kim mm. shut the fuck up so they kind of get on the topic of the band a little bit um and uh mariah tells her that mike is in the band and that they're working on getting a show together and she very like kim's asking about like if there's other people in the band and mariah's like yeah there's one other person in the band on the, they play on keyboard the key, on the keyboard and yeah. kim was like oh oh okay and then yeah. she was like yeah i'm not dumb i know it's olivia <laughs> yeah yeah i know mariah you think you're sneaky but you're not but you have a good heart but <laughs> yeah 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 you're not you're not you're sneaky not... yeah yeah it's funny it was kind of funny it was and i was just like fuck kim's gonna crash that shit yeah and kim asks mariah if she could come and mariah just kind of like avoids answering mm-hmm mm-hmm um so then we get back to ethan and olivia's house where yeah. olivia is packing mm-hmm. because she packs when she feels stuck and frustrated and he goes to work on cars right um she confronts him with are you good with moving because you don't seem very good with moving and he <laughs> Which, just goes yeah. oh like <laughs> it's like bud you need to you need to, this is where you need to speak up and he does say some stuff he talks about and i think his i mean his concerns are valid because mm-hmm. olivia wants them to live in an apartment for a year while they kind of make final decisions on like buying a house where they want to buy it and all that kind of stuff which is fair mm-hmm. but um ethan you know likes to work a lot on his cars and do like other you know odd jobs and there's not really a lot of workspace when you live in an apartment um and also he's just really not set on living in Tallahassee he works there and he doesn't like it and he wants to live in a more rural setting whereas Olivia would actually rather live in a bigger city than Tallahassee so yeah Olivia wants to go to LA right which again reminds me she's 22 (laughs) yep yeah every every 22 year old like Olivia wants to go to LA yep um but yeah Olivia like Ethan is like I feel like you're not compromising. And then Olivia's like, but Tallahassee is my compromise. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's like, it's just a mess. Yeah. They, he says, you've completely changed from who you were when I married you. And I've had to make changes to accommodate your changes. And it's like, I get that. But Mm -hmm. also when you get married that young, that's kind of what comes to the territory. You've got to either like flow together or split off. I think it's it's interesting. So I'm 29 now. So like looking back at my 20s, like 20 to 25 was so different than 25 to 29. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of like, I am the same person essentially I was when I was 25. I mean, not really, but like, yeah, 
essentially. You, you kind of like solidified, like crystallized who you right. are in your brain. Exactly. But like before that, it was like constant like change. It's just like that's just naturally your life is changing so quickly. Your circumstances mm-hmm. of life are changing and your brain is still developing. Yeah. So the yeah. July that I turned 23, I started immediately understanding the nobody likes you when you're 23 song because I yep. was the fucking worst. Like now that I look back on it, I'm like, oh, I hate past me just a little <laughs> bit. Like just, yeah. just, she just made some really questionable choices. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, part of being in your early 20s, which yes. like we said is like fine, but it's a lot harder to do when you're married and you mm-hmm. have to like. You know, you're bound yeah. to each other, essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough. And <laughs> Olivia says she feels like they're growing apart, and which is really sad. And um, Ethan just says that he's really worried, like, if they're already having this many problems about, like, moving, like, so, like, doing such a close, simple move, like, where is this problem going to lead them in the future? Which is mm-hmm. where you really need to be looking, you know? Yeah. Um, Olivia asks if I've changed and you can't accept it. Is this where it ends? Yeah. That's which ugh. really the crux of the fucking matter. Fucking stab to the heart. But yeah, yeah it's, I got goosies again. I know. It's like, it's so, it's so hard and it's just really hard. It's really hard to watch two people who seem to genuinely love each other. Mm hmm and want the relationship to work and want to like have a happy life with that other person. Like, it's so sad to see them just like not be able to get to a point where they can like agree on things. It's sad. And it's like, it's so fucked up for me too, because like, I know the responsibility for your emotions and your reactions do eventually land on your own shoulders. But like Ethan's been fucking traumatized for like 18 years and Mm -hmm. he's just been wrung out to dry basically i mean he's yeah. the second oldest kid right it was joe's he's either the, and him yeah he's either the oldest or second oldest he's the oldest boy for sure but like that means that he was probably around and cognizant for the death of his little brother mm-hmm. for not being able to deal with that grief mm-hmm. like holy shit well and then i think he's still he's still even though he's removed from that situation he's still struggling with the fact that his younger siblings are still in that situation Mm -hmm. and there's nothing he can do as their older brother to protect them and i think that that's really really getting him down too yeah and why he doesn't want to leave because he feels like he has to protect them which i i get i mean i feel like it's shitty that he feels like that because it's not his job but like Mm -hmm. i i get it yeah i mean he got parentified by kim and barry so Mm -hmm. he's gonna feel like their parent Mm -hmm. yeah that's what they said about uh, Lydia like her and Ethan have a really close relationship because she like almost views Ethan as a father figure because mm-hmm. Barry was not a father figure to her no. so uh, it's just it's all so fucked up yeah it's so fucked up and I just want to punch Kim and Barry because Ethan and Olivia could have had a nice little relationship they didn't have to get married They're they so could have cute. had a nice little relationship and had a yeah. nice early 20s together and lived together and whatever figured shit out about themselves and not having to deal with like divorce and buying a house and kids and other yeah fuck yeah fuck it fuck you kim and barry that's all we have to say yeah fuck you kim and barry (laughs) all right so the last episode that we're going to be covering for today is episode six is this a date is it? Is this a date right now? Is this a date? Oh, Are we on a date? We oh. did touch via iPad earlier. So, yes. I think, <laughs> I think we are. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Guys are on a date. <laughs> oh my god. So we're still on the golfing kick, I guess. Barry goes golfing with Micah and Isaac because I guess they have been in a golfing mood or maybe he Barry just, just wants has in to, on it. Yeah, he just has to do what Ethan does because he's yeah. the dad. He yeah, exactly. should be teaching his sons how to golf. That is how it felt too. Like he, like Barry put it off as like, oh, there's been a lot of golfing going around, and it's like, uh, I think you just were like, oh, um, Ethan took you golfing. No, 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 that won't stand. I he will doesn't even have his own clubs. <laughs> so, and it's just like it was really annoying. I think he like really wanted a pat on the back for like letting Isaac go with them, and it's like, wow, you let you let one of your sons hang out with your other sons. Like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Congrats, that's still like a, a 55% on that paper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's just, I just, I hate Barry so much. He just, he he makes my skin crawl. Because he's yep. like, Kim, I can kind of understand because she's just like emotional and just trying to make your emotions fit her emotions. I want to punch just him. Feels, oh, yeah. But I am like creeped out by Barry. Yeah, I don't want Barry to know where I live. Like, Yeah, like. Barry feels they both feel like very nefarious, but like mm-hmm. in different ways. And Barry yeah. threatens me more. Like I am yeah. more viscerally scared of Barry. Yeah, because Kim, at the end of the day, I think she just got like so fucked up that she needed to control all of her children's lives so that they mm-hmm. never experience pain in any way. Mm-hmm. Even though she's the pain, but she's yes, the ultimate pain. <laughs> she's I don't know. She's she's a lot, but Barry man. It just feels like he just really jumped at the chance to mm-hmm. to be the patriarch. Yeah. To Ugh. be King Daddy. I don't know. No thanks. No thanks. King Daddy would be a good band name. Is there King, a King Daddy I, already? I don't know, but I like that. I like that. Next up in this episode, oh, we go to the therapy appointment that we were talking about earlier, which is it a real therapy appointment? <laughs> I don't really know. It was very religious. It was, yes. She talks about... Growing up in Christianity, um, or I guess there's such a stigma around mental health, which there is in general, but like especially mm-hmm. in that yeah. community. Like the Duggars never go to get therapy. You just have to pray right. more. That's yeah, that's what she said. Like she was always just told to pray about it and it would just go away. But like that is God's not, not a therapist. God can't <laughs> prescribe. I know, really. God does not have like a valid license, so he can't, sorry. I know. Sorry, I can't walk into my farm, ph- my pharmacy for my Zoloft and be like, God prescribed it. God said I could have it. <laughs> I prayed on it. <sighs> Fuck. So, um, uh, the focus a lot on Ethan and the move, of course. Mm-hmm. And Olivia said that Ethan told her that if he would have known that she was going to change the way that she did, he wouldn't have married her. Which, <sighs> oof. Yeah, I can I can understand that statement, but man, it's not going to be received by either party well. If my husband said that to me, like I would be so devastated. Yeah, I, that would be. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know would who be... would die, me or him, but one of us. <laughs> Someone would, would die. <laughs> like holy shit! Like if I knew you were going to be like this, I wouldn't have married. It's like goddamn. <sighs> <sighs> Um, yeah, the, thankfully the therapist just like kind of flat out is like, this is not a healthy relationship. I know she's like, this doesn't sound like a healthy relationship. And I'm like, Which, good job. Thank you for just plainly saying it. Thank you, TLC therapist. Um, yes. But yeah, Olivia is obviously like just really torn with what to do, which is mm-hmm. understandable. It's not a great situation to be in, but 
Yeah. yeah. And I think we get a little kind of background on Olivia, which we never get. Um, that she's like, you know, I watched my mom give up everything for my dad. She, you know, was a traditional housewife. Her entire life changed. And once all the kids moved out, her life was different and could be mm-hmm. better. And like, yep, that's fucking real in fundamentalist yeah. circles. Like, you can't get out. You don't have your own bank account. You don't have mm-hmm. your own opinions. Yeah. It's ugh, ugh. bad. But yeah, break that cycle. Olivia, yeah. get out. Let's do it. Yes. Which, I mean, she's doing a good job of like really, you know, trying to work on herself and getting rid of these like any type of toxic thought that might still be, mm-hmm. you know, implanted in that brain, yeah. you know, working to get it out. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's really telling too that like her and Ethan didn't just like jump right into like having kids and mm-hmm. you know doing the like what they're supposed quote unquote supposed to do because that's not 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 good in these situations yeah so. I mean she did say that she had a miscarriage right at the right. beginning which right but it wasn't because they were trying to have kids it seemed yeah like. she said she went off birth control because of health reasons and then it yeah. kind of just happened and they realized they weren't ready for it so yeah. yeah um so we get kind of to the end of this therapist appointment and the therapist says, what would be the one thing that you could change between you two? And she just says, I just want to be accepted. And the therapist says, well, what would happen if you said that to him? And she said, he would just say that he can't like, he can't accept her. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, then what do you do at that point? Like, there's nothing, nothing re- like it's, yeah, just you can't the... unchange. Right. And it's not like, yeah, it's no it's good not, option. No good option. So then next up, Micah. Oh, is it Micah? Wait, who? No. I always say Micah, but I mean Max. There's oh, too yeah, many M's in the. It was like, why are Micah and Mariah going to get smoothies? But that, okay. Max and Mariah go on <laughs> a little. Helps. <laughs> I wrote down Max and Olivia. <laughs> Damn, Max episodes. and Olivia are dating now? fucking scandalous it got wild but yeah <laughs> max and Ma- mariah I, i'm pretty sure it was max and mariah they're on like a little i think smoothie date um mm-hmm. when they go to this place all the time and they play a little game where they get to like ask any question and they have to like answer it honestly which i mean it's good like open communication is good so yeah if you gotta turn it into you... truth or truth that's exactly fine. whatever so Mariah asks if he would homeschool his kids in the future, which is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of like, I don't know, he kind of like skirted around the answer. Yeah, he kind of waffled like... that like he thinks that homeschooling can be good, but older kids should be in public mm-hmm. school yeah. or like with social situations, which, which true, fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, he seemed to at least be open to like not homeschooling kids, which I think yeah. is really what Mariah was trying to get at because Mariah... Yeah basically was like i feel very strongly about this and i do not want to homeschool my kids because i feel like i missed out on so much and Mm -hmm. i'm sure she did and i'm sure she feels that way because like she had to stay home with her siblings and didn't get to do like any of the fun yeah she probably didn't like meet people until she was 15 yeah she didn't even know other people had different accents Mm -hmm. (laughs) apparently so um yeah it's just i don't blame her at all so yeah no and it makes sense and hey I think mostly it's just that Max hadn't really considered that far yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. not his answer. He's like, I think it's fine, but like, yeah, I think that's maybe probably not. definitely true. Which I mean, 
I wouldn't expect like a 20 year old guy to like have that figured out. No, I wouldn't <laughs> so, expect most 20 year olds to have that figured out. I think no. the only reason Mariah does is because it's she sees how it fucked her up. Right. It's a big thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, they kind of talk about kids a little bit and they both agree that like four is an ideal number and Mariah wants to maybe adopt. And yeah. I love that she said, we can't just have an only child. My mom's an only child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, oh, like, yep. Enough right. said. Enough said. Yeah, you have Which, you have two kids if you want, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then we get into a little bit more of a touchy subject with Max's question, which mm-hmm. isn't even really a question. It was just like a topic. Uh, yeah. which is Mariah's clothes. And Max says that it get, makes him uncomfortable because she fe- he feels like she does it to get other guys' attention, and it, he yeah. doesn't like that, and it makes him insecure. And then Mariah flips it around and is like, I get what you're saying, but I yeah. don't give a fuck about other guys. Like, I am doing this for myself. Yeah, I'm doing I go this- to the gym a lot. I want to show off my body. I yeah. want to wear fashion. And I don't give a fuck about other men. Well, and then she goes in and is like, I, my whole life have been told that I can't do this and that I've had to, like, stifle who I am as a person. And this is the first time in my life that I've been able to express myself how I want to. I'm doing it for myself. I'm not doing it for other people. And this mm-hmm. is just you being insecure. Not This has nothing yeah. to do with me. Yeah, this is you being a 19-year-old boy. When this came up, I was like, oh, no, Max, don't do not do this. Don't and do I do it. I do understand, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I do understand what he's saying in, like, a way. Like, it's valid for him to feel uncomfortable and, like, have those, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledge that. But you got to get over the fact that that's not your girlfriend's problem. That's the dude's yeah. problem is because yeah. they are encroaching upon your girlfriend who is just dressing how she mm-hmm. wants to dress. Yeah, it's like you, you – it's – I'm so over, like, you don't need to change – the behavior that is wrong in this situation is the guy's behavior and mm-hmm. how they, you know. Um, so it's that's the thing that needs to change and not how yeah. the girl dresses. And Mariah touched on it, too. She was like, I could be wearing sweatpants and guys will come up and mm-hmm. hit on me. And Which it's is like, yep. Probably true. Yes. Yeah. Um, he did say at one point. So Mariah gets in some of the best like zingers that aren't mm-hmm. really meant to be zingers. Mm-hmm. But. So he says, well, you know, I feel like there's a healthy balance that we could address and get to about her being slutty versus not slutty. Mm-hmm. And she said, no wonder mom and dad like you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she also says, it's not our job to make sure that men can control their emotions, which, yes, fucking preach. That's true. And true, I'm glad. I'm glad that Mariah was very, like, firm in what she mm-hmm. said and she was very rational made a ton of sense and max really seemed to understand and be like oh i never thought about it like that i never mm-hmm. thought about like this being something you do for yourself and i really think that a lot of men are like that too yeah because like i've had i've had i remember i i used which before covid i used to go get my nails done all the time and i love having my nails done like i just love how it feels i love picking out the colors it's something i do for oh, yeah. like it's a self-care thing for myself yeah and i remember my dad one time made a joke like you know guys like this was before i met kyler and he's like you know guys don't care if you're wearing nail polish and i was like i could don't not care. care less about what guys think and it's just like that type of thought process is like so prevalent in guys oh and yeah it's, like, it's not always about you yeah really. <laughs> yeah it's the same thing when chris and i met he said something about like um you know about wearing makeup 
to look attractive to dudes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, dude. Nah. Half nah. the time I just want to paint my eyelids pink. I just, <laughs> it's just fun. Makeup is just fucking fun, okay? Yeah. Let me Do live. I want to look like a princess goth mermaid? Yes. Maybe, but that's for me, not for you. Yeah. I'm the mermaid here. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, I don't know. I just thought this was a good, a good productive conversation. It seemed it like they both came to an agreement at the end and Max doesn't seem to be as bothered by it. And I'm glad that he wasn't like, you need to stop wearing this or I'm not going out with you anymore because yeah, some guys are like that. So. Now he's just going to give all those dudes walking up to her the big stank eye. Which, good. Do that. You can do, do that. that completely. Yeah. That's what your role is as cis man in society is mm-hmm. fight other cis men if you need to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, Isaac. He's Isaac. 15. And he is doing one of the traditional fundy, I don't know, know profession passage. I don't know. He's getting, he's taking lessons to get his pilot's license. Mm-hmm. He seemed to do pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. I'm he- <laughs> glad no one died. Mm-hmm. Like he seemed like he seems like a very intelligent young yeah. man and he's had the flight simulator. So you'd think he's probably had a lot of practice there. And I mean, I'm sure it's not the same, but it can't hurt. Yeah. I mean, they do. They make real pilots do flight simulators so right right yeah it's obviously like a it's a legit form <laughs> of practice yeah it's a good learning tool but that doesn't require 10 gallons of fuel an hour <laughs> that's that is convenient that is for sure this part pissed me off so much um kim and barry were kind of just talking about isaac and how he's always been into planes and stuff like that but mm-hmm. then kim t- says i don't even know exactly what this was in reference to but she said our job as parents is to make them ready to be able to fly solo. And I wanted to be like, well, Kim, you fucking failed like time and time again. Because don't even like don't some of their kids not even have like birth certificates or social security yeah, numbers. Yeah, or some of them had to get registered to get paid for TLC. So yeah, I think like, like that, the youngest bunch or something. I can't remember which ones, but yeah. That alone is like, okay. But then like... <laughs> remember that scene with Micah and Mariah where they like met and were like Mm -hmm. confronting them and we're like you like we had to like completely get our GEDs we had to like learn how to do all this technology stuff we've had to like learn all of this stuff ourselves since we've moved out because you guys haven't done it so yep you're not doing a great job with this Kim (laughs) you failed Kim you failed thanks for trying um oh and I also hated how Barry had to be like a dick and be like and just constantly talk about how expensive it was. I, like, I get, I understand, you know, wanting to make sure your kid is grateful for something and, like, letting them know. But, like, what the fuck I else he is prob- he spending money on? Like, yeah, Isaac. and also, like, I don't know. Isaac doesn't seem to be, like, a really, like, disrespectful, unappreciative kid. Like, I'm sure he was fucking stoked as hell to do this and is really yeah. excited to do it. You don't have to be an asshole and be like, oh, I'm spending so much money on this. Just remember how much money I spent on you when you yeah. say I don't love you. Yeah, it's like, oh, great. Great. Love it. Love it. If you buy stuff, then they can't say that you don't love them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Isaac did good. And he said it felt like the um, it felt so good to be free under the first time. And it was like really sweet. <laughs> A little bird. Go fly away, little bird. Fly away. Fly far, far away. Be free. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> So our next bit is uh, Micah going on a date. Mm-hmm. Is it a date? Is it a date? With Helena. Mm-hmm. His... They're going to play tennis and have a picnic in the park. Yeah. Again, very sweet, very cute. Mm-hmm. Glad that these people are having some 
light and joy in their lives because yeah. Jesus Christ, it seemed pretty dark sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was cute. Mike had never played tennis before, so he was like really bad, but yeah, it was cute to watch. He definitely thought he was going to be better than he was. Yeah, which... yeah. He's he's the type of person I think that like is just naturally able to pick up things very easily, mm-hmm. and so when they can't, they're probably like, yeah, I don't know. But at least it's he me. wasn't like, yeah. <laughs> All At least time. he wasn't, like, angry about it, because I feel like some people get, like, really upset and defensive, but he was just, yes. like, having fun with it, so it was all good. Yeah, I am one of those people who is often very good at things, like, crafts and yeah. other, like, endeavors of that variety, and so when I can't do them, I cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, do so I much just, crying. I don't have a lot of patience, so, yeah, when it comes to, like, learning new skills, like, I just don't even try most of the time. Yeah, I cried over those fucking um, pom-pom spiders that you get, like, the kit with the tissue paper, and you turn them into pom-poms and put uh-huh. the legs on them. I couldn't figure out how to do it without ripping the paper, and this was yeah. 2017, and I just mm-hmm. sat there and cried onto them. <laughs> I was just like, I'm an idiot. I can never figure out anything. How do I even breathe? <laughs> I've definitely been there before. <laughs> so I get it. Mike is a much better sport about it than I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> So after they play tennis, they have a little picnic and get kind of caught up on each other's lives. Um, they or sorry, Micah tells them about Mariah's promise ring mm-hmm. and a little bit about Ethan and Olivia's issues. I'm glad Micah has somebody outside of the family mm-hmm, to talk to and vent to for sure. And yep. Micah actually says that he's learning a lot about relationships through Ethan and Olivia, which is good. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably kind of like a cautionary tale of sorts yeah unfortunately but um i'm at least he's like paying attention and you know learning from it yeah yeah especially because they're not gonna like even if they do end up not together at the end they're not gonna like go super nuclear nuclear yeah it's not like they're really this is like a really ugly yeah divorce it's 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 an ugly divorce but not right but for not not it's it's an ugly situation they're not being cruel to each other intentionally exactly exactly yeah um which i guess let's move right into that um so (laughs) olivia and ethan arranged to meet at a rose garden to kind of have a dedicated time to sit down and talk to each other and try to get somewhere Mm mm-hmm and uh, Olivia basically knows after the therapy appointment that this is when she's going to have to say, hey, I've changed. Can you accept me? And so she basically can't get out of her car about it. Yeah, she's, she's like having a little a little anxiety moment and she's crying and she's realizing that like this could be like this could be the the, the conversation. conversation. Yeah. Right. Um, and so they kind of decide maybe let's not do this here and now not, maybe not on camera <laughs> for yeah. everyone to see and so um they decide to just go home and then a little like thing came up that was like they asked not to be recorded but they will be interviewed about it which this that made me very happy to see i was glad yeah. that they were like let's have this conversation just us and then we can you know really think about it before we talk about it yeah it also made me feel really good about kind of the show in general mm-hmm. that the producers um the producer one of the producers went and like talked to her on a bench and was like you know we can do this we can do that whatever like it seems like yeah. they actually aren't just there for exploiting them as much as right yeah it's they're not just trying to get like the good shit for tv they're they genuinely seem to care about 
the people that they're working with. Yeah, they aren't going to intentionally ruin Ethan Olivia's relationship. They do an interview about mm-hmm. the conversation that they had. And they decided that Olivia is going to take some space um, from the relationship um, and give him some space to kind of figure out what he wants. And yep. she's going to move in with a friend for a little bit, I guess, while they kind of figure out next steps. Yep. Um he says that he feels like he's worked so hard to give them a good life at 22 and it just wasn't good enough. And she's like, dude, it's not about the mm-hmm. stable living. Like we've got to deal with your anger and depression mm-hmm. with your parents and process that shit. And she's like, you know, he wanted this house and those cars and this lifestyle and wants all the stuff. And she doesn't, she wants to move on, move away, right. move out. Yeah. Yeah. She, I think the more that they are like, closer to their previous lives Mm -hmm. like geographically and i guess like how they were i guess i think it just makes her uncomfortable to be that still close and tied to tied to that previous life it's like just living in a place where you get to see your abusers every day possibly right yeah (laughs) yeah completely they kind of just seem to be like at an impasse at least right Mm -hmm. now where ethan says he feels like He's compromised a lot and doesn't really know what more he can do without, like, completely compromising what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I like, their hopes, Olivia says that, you know, there are, she still hopes that they'll get back together and she's not, like, putting the towel in completely. But it just seems like, at, at least as of right now, there's, like, no, no nowhere for them to move while they're together and they need yeah. some space. Yeah, because he hasn't figured out if he even wants to move she knows right. she wants to move so <sighs> yeah. yeah yeah it's just yeah it's just a, a really shitty situation mm-hmm. and like we've talked about like i feel like both sides are valid and it's hard it might just like it's just like it's hard to accept that it might just be a matter of like it's over like if they just gotta call it call it what it is yeah um which is really which, sad because like i've been rooting for them so hard i, I want know. them to work out i know and um like i want them to work out but at the same point in time like if they just hadn't gotten married like hadn't had to get married yeah this would have been a reasonable time you're 22 you have a breakup yeah After definitely college, you break up you have shit happen you go and yeah. have some weird years where you date weird people and then you finally find someone to settle down with exactly like that's a completely normal experience and it's fucked up that it makes it's just like a hundred times more complicated because they basically were forced to get married and forced into this like Mm -hmm. before they even really knew each other before they knew how to be adults by themselves it sucks right yeah it does but i think that wraps it up for this episode we will continue next week with some more plath stuff But if you have anything to say about this episode or any of our other episodes, or if you have anything you would like to suggest for us to watch in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet at tvliterate. We're on Tumblr, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere if you need to find us and send us some gossip or tea or anything. You know where to find us. We want it. We want it. And speaking of tea, (laughs) we have a Ko-fi account, ko-fi.com forward slash TV literate. If you want to give us a buck to help us with our hosting or anything, if you just like listening to us, we like a dollar. 
We would. We would really appreciate that. We also would appreciate um, any reviews if you have time to leave one. Or if you want to recommend us to any of your friends, that would be great too. And we will see you next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.